Warning, this episode contains subjects that may be unsuitable for children and anyone under the age of 13. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of The Morgue, The Merrier. My name is Angelina. My name is Desiree. (laughs) Desire. (laughs) And today's topic is going to be coast-to-coast ghosts. Um, If you have a brain cell, basically we each picked a ghost story from West Coast to the East Coast. I chose West because that's where I'm from. Desiree chose East because that's where she's from. And she's going to go first, so let's see what she found. So I chose a place that I've never heard of, even though I was born 20 minutes outside of Boston and lived there for, you know, my entire life. It's called George's Island, and it's located in the Boston Harbor, and it houses a fort from the Civil War era called Fort Warren. George's Island is located only seven miles from downtown Boston, and it's about 39 acres in size and 50 feet above sea level. So I'm giving you guys a little visual. I don't know what that means, but do with it what you will. Can you see it? <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can picture it now. <laughs> I'm so far above water. Um, <laughs> the island was used for agriculture for about 200 years until 1825 when the U.S. government acquired it and used it as coastal defense for the next 20 years the island was like dramatically altered and it became one of the country's finest forts Mm -hmm. yes fort warren's defensive design was actually virtually obsolete by the time it was completed however the fort served as a training ground patrol point and civil war prison and it gained favorable reputation because they treated their confederate prisoners very humanely The fort was used for over 100 years by the military before it was decommissioned in 1947 and acquired by the Metropolitan District Commission for Historic Preservation and Recreation in 1958. Supposedly, the entire island within itself houses many haunts of different (laughs) degrees. One. (laughs) (laughs) Houses many haunts of differing degrees. Um, Colonel Francis J. Parker compares Fort Warren to the setting of Anne Radcliffe's gothic classic The Mysteries of Udolpho. Udolpho. He says in his book, the one who thoroughly explores the island there will recur vivid reminiscences reminiscences? Reminiscences. Reminisci. (laughs) Of the mysterious castles of romance and history. It needs only a dark and windy night to make almost real romantic descriptions of the castle of Udolpho with its clanging sounds of chains, sweeping gusts of air, and strange moanings and bowlings, and the startling noise of some sudden clang of a shutting door, of a shutting door reverberating <laughs> among the arches. Christ help me. It's been a long week. After a few prisoners died, a temporary cemetery was improvised outside of the walls. The spooky setting had thus been completed. This was erected sometime during the winter of 1861 to 62. Erected. I was like, should I get rid of that word? Because I'm going to laugh at it. Um, Erected. (laughs) In Colonel Francis Parker's book, he said, One dark howling night, the sentinel 
on a post near what was called the graveyard reported to the officer that a white form had twice passed between him and the fort and upon close questioning with the soldier admitted that he had not challenged because he feared it was a ghost. There was a considerable stir in, in and outside the fort until an inspection had shown that no prisoner had escaped and no intruder could be found. Na, na, na. He found a ghost. <gasps> no! So within, <laughs> within this, uh, this fort, supposedly one of most notorious ghosts in boston can be found i've literally never heard of this ghost until right now but we will discuss her anyway her it's a her it's a her she is known as the lady in black the story begins with sam and melanie lanier who lived around 1862 sam lanier was a confederate soldier who was captured by union troops and sent to fort warren to be imprisoned on the island during his time there, he managed to smuggle out a note to his sweetheart, his loving wife, letting her know where he was and that he was alive. Melanie began worrying about her husband and set out on a dangerous journey to New England where she searched for him. She traveled all the way from Georgia to Hull, Massachusetts, where she was sheltered by Southern Sympathizer. During her time with this person, she sewed together a simple soldier's uniform and she waited for a night when the moon was covered by the clouds. She decided to creep into Fort Warren and managed to find where her husband was being kept. In some versions of this story, she actually brought a pickaxe with her to break him out of prison. Smart. Yeah. That's a down-ass bitch. <laughs> I know, Melanie's a down-ass bitch. But unfortunately, um, Melanie and Sam were discovered. In an attempt to save her and her husband, she pulled out and shot two shots from a pistol. But it ended up blowing up in her hand when she, pull- when she pulled the trigger. <laughs> and the stray bullet hit and killed the person beside her who happened to be her husband, Sam. Damn. I know, right? All that for what? Um, <laughs> that sucks. Melanie was condemned to die by hanging for her actions. Before she was executed, her final request was to be put to death in feminine clothing because she didn't want to die looking like a dude. I mean. Facts. You know. I would do the same thing. That's embarrassing as hell. All they could be, all that they could find for her to wear was a pair of like old tattered black robes. And she wore this when she was executed. So the haunts by Melanie supposedly began just weeks after she was put to death and have not stopped since. The very first account comes from a soldier standing guard shortly after the execution. He reported feeling cold hands on the back of his neck and he turned to behold a woman in black who shortly disappeared right after he made eye contact with her. The reports of the lady in black began to become more sinister as time progressed. She was often seen standing at the ramparts of the fort, and in some cases would smile down like unnervingly at the soldiers as they passed by. That's creepy. I was going to say, that's creepy as I fuck. I like that. I would do that too. <gasps> we should do that now off my patio. We should. Or we should just go there and dress in black and scare the fuck and out just of people. fuck with people. <laughs> Um, the apparition is also known to chase the soldiers at the fort. There was one instance in the early 1900s where a soldier actually broke his ankle running away from the figure of the lady in black. There's even court-martial cases um, on record of a man who was standing guard at the castle a long time ago and deserted his post because he was being chased by a lady in a long, dark dress. Many other soldiers got in trouble for actually shooting at a black figure when there was actually nothing there. In another creepy occurrence, three soldiers were said to have been walking near the entrance of the forts, and there before them were the impressions of five women's footprints leading from nowhere and starting nowhere in freshly fallen, undisturbed snow. 
Then there was about one night where they were playing a poker game. Um, they held the same game for several years in the fort's ordinance room. One night at 10 p.m. while all the men were gathered there playing the game, a large stone was rolled in through the entire length of the storeroom. The next time the men played the game, the same thing happened. So they literally ended the tradition because they felt like that was the lady in black. So they blamed her for fucking up their game. <coughs> There's also some people who say that Melanie and her husband actually never existed. There is some evidence that suggests that the tale may be nothing more than a story passed down from soldier to soldier just to pass the time. However, many reported sightings today of the Lady in Black come from people who are never aware that the legend actually existed. Um, there's a quote saying, In discussing the Lady in Black, another historian wisely did what any historian would do. He consulted primary sources and can find no period mentioned of a woman being hung as a spy at Fort Warren. The only woman executed during or in the wake of the Civil War was Mary Surratt for her role in a conspiracy to assassinate President Lincoln. Surely, if a woman were executed in Boston in 1862, it would have been national news. But there's no mention of it in papers, no evidence that the incident actually happened at all. Hmm. In the same source on the sightings, there's a quote that says, Despite the fact that the Lady in Black may never have existed, apparently the sightings continue to this day. Even reputable authorities, police, researchers from MIT, and army personnel have had encounters within the last 40 years or so. Civil War encampments are well known for their ghost stories, and Fort Warren, though removed from many of like the horrors of wartime, is no exception. Experiencing only 13 prison deaths out of thousands of prisoners, one may assume that the hauntings at Fort Warren would be very limited. But that's not the case. So for nearly 200 years, soldiers and civilians alike have shared stories of mysterious and supernatural happenings at Fort Warren. The story of Melanie Lanyer may be the most well-known, but it's far from being the only one. Perhaps even more haunting than Melanie's tale is the countless reports of actual nameless spirits dressed in like uniforms of the Union or the Confederacy, spotted through the trees on foggy evenings, voices heard in the wind, these spirits have been seen by many visiting Fort Warren. The stories of these unknown men are left untold, like they could have died from being sick, died alone, unjustly, some may have been killed. They may wander the grounds looking for a lost love or vengeance or continuing to protect the waterways of Boston. Or perhaps one is that of the late husband of Melanie Lanyer, who's still waiting and expecting his bride while she searches for him. Even though she killed him. Even though she killed him. He probably, like, didn't even notice. He probably just died and was like, what the hell just happened? Who shot me? <laughs> when walking the grounds of Fort Warren, touring the buildings and the dungeons, the sights and the sounds of the history are, like, everywhere. When it is still, people say that, like, in the distance, you can hear shouts of, like, troops and the cannons and all that stuff still rings in the air. That's so cool. I love shit like that. I know, right? And you can smell the gunpowder and the wood smoke. <laughs> You can hear the sound of a woman weeping, mourning loss in her rescue attempt, which took a deadly turn. An impressive structure built and utilized by the U.S. military for nearly 100 years, there is much history behind the walls of Fort Warren. As an imprisonment camp, the fort only saw the most valuable prisoners with a great deal less violence than the other forts at the time because it wasn't used in the war as like violent it was used for a prison. Uh, the history of Fort Warren is filled with haunts and tales of Americans' military and history. You can literally go there, and people say you can just feel the history when you're there. And some say that 
you can feel the presence of those who were there and who have came before you. So guys, if you ever find yourself in Boston, take a ride over to George's Island where you can visit Fort Warren, soak up the history, have a nice little day with your family. But I think sh- we should go. We should. You can totally go there and just take a little boat over and have a nice day, but just be sure to keep an eye on the shadow in the woods. Because yes. you never know. All right. So thank you, Des, for sharing that. I did not know about that at You're all. You're welcome. I do it again. anyways moving on (laughs) so since she is from new england i am from southern california i chose something that is well known to me and everybody i grew up with this is i don't want to say a story but the different tales of black star canyon um so it's in Mm -hmm. orange county california where i grew up and it's more than just a family-friendly, you know, trails, wide open spaces, nice views, stuff like that. Unlike other South- Southern California canyons, Black Star has been the site of multiple negative events in history, such as paranormal activity, cryptid sightings, and satanic cult activities. Due to all the documented evidence, most members of the Orange County Ghost and Legends team believe that Black Star Canyon is one of the most haunted places in all of Orange County and possibly all of California. So family friendly and satanic. Cool. Exactly. Sounds like fucking fun for the whole family, dude. So what, before the sun goes down, family friendly. Mm-hmm. Bring your kids. Have a picnic. Oh, sunset. Sacrifices! <laughs> like, <laughs> and like all this fucked up shit. So, so yeah. Um, so like when I was a kid, we just heard some really fucked up shit, whether it's mm-hmm. real or not. Like, you just didn't go there. Yeah. Well, I didn't go there. Like, a lot of my friends went there because it's like, I'm not a pussy. Like, I'm going to go, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And some people saw stuff. Some people didn't. Whatever. I fucking never went because yeah. fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. It's not just ghosts. Like, there's actual people there that mm-hmm. are dangerous. Yeah. So. I'm glad you never went. Thank no, thank you. Safe. Yeah, no. Appreciate it. Um, so, the canyon was originally known as um, Cañada de los indios which means canyons of the indians Mm -hmm. um, under spanish rule and then later under mexican rule the mountain range is largely compromised compromised comprised (laughs) there it is ladies and gentlemen the first one of the evening (laughs) let's let's keep let's keep track of burps and mispronunciations uh is largely (sighs) i know the feeling trust me you know. know Sometimes (laughs) I just want to play in some traffic. (laughs) All right. So largely comprised of limestone, which is well known within the paranormal community for its ability to absorb and release electromagnetic and psychic energies. So that doesn't help the fact that it's haunted. That's like basically light to a moth Mm -hmm. or moth moth to to a a flame. flame. (laughs) Light to a moth. Why am I the way I am? Okay. Jesus. (laughs) Please fix me. Uh, Millions of years ago, Black Star and the surrounding areas were completely underwater, actually. Oh, my. Um, Eroded seashells can be found in, like, the walls and, like, the paths and stuff like that. Like, fossilized, like, worms and and, and things. Worm. The tea's ready. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of my high pitched squeal. (laughs) 
time today. <laughs> Sippy time tea with honey, okay? <laughs> okay. So local ranches had been terrorized by the Shoshone horse thieves, or it's Shoshone, but I think it's Shoshone horse thieves. William Wolfskill, a known mountain man, helped track what? Wolfskill? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I feel like these last names are made up. You're going to hear another one that I'm like, okay, someone definitely made this shit up. Like, there's no fucking way. Anywho, William Wolfskill. I, you, what kind of animals do you think he kills? Bunnies. Woofs. Woofs. Woofs kill. The woof is um, on fire. <laughs> I love us. Do you I love, love us? Sometimes. I wonder if our fans love us. Can we call them fans? Our listeners? What, all four of them? <laughs> I'm speaking to you, all four of you. Do you love us? Right. <laughs> One person just immediately logged off right now. <laughs> There's more than four. There's, like There's three now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so William Wolfskill was a known mountain man. He helped track down the bandits into the canyon and found them around a campfire with horse flesh and speculated human flesh. Oh. Exciting. Uh, the ranchers overwhelmed the natives and massacred them before desecrating and leaving their remains. Again, nice. why do people fuck with Native Americans? I don't know. It's always a bad idea. Please stop that. Please. Ah. <sighs> So, Black Star Canyon Indian Village site. This is another thing. I'm mm. just going to go down the list. There's a, there's, I'm skipping some. We'd be, we'll be here for two days if I said everything about Black Star Canyon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, the Black Star Canyon Indian Village site. California Historical Landmark number 271. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, its land and structure is from the Indian Village, which are located within Black Star Canyon, which is about a five-mile hike from the trailhead to the site. So, again, like, during the day, you can see some cool shit. Like, it's, like, mm. historical, you know? And then at nighttime, they're fucking killing rabbits and, and, oh and shit. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's no good. All right, in 1819, what the fuck? <laughs> 1879, Black Star Coal Mining Company uh, was founded by August Witten? Wit. Oh, no, I combined two words. By August Witt. Sure. In 1879, <laughs> after coal was discovered in Black Star Canyon the year prior. It operated until the early 1900s. There's actually a, there's still a closed mine shaft there. It's been sealed shut, but there's actually, like, in the ground, like, mm -hmm. a mine shaft that used to be in operation. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anybody's trying to break into it. Like I'm sure. Like the seven dwarves? Did they whistle while they worked? They hi hoed. Hi ho. <laughs> hi ho. <laughs> no, you gotta do it really deep. Oh, hi ho. <laughs> How's that? Is that okay? That was all right. <laughs> better. You, you caught me on a bad day. I'm so sorry. Usually you're really good. I know. <laughs> Just like your German accent. That blew my fucking oh. mind, dude. <laughs> Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, it hurts. How is that even a thing? So, Hidden Ranch. <laughs> she's about to spit out her beverage. Oh, she's choking. Do you need the chimlik? <coughs> you said Hidden Ranch. That's what it 
Ridge. Not the dressing. <laughs> not the dressing. You think that's where that came from? Maybe. But the package looks so serene. <laughs> when in reality, it's like, Satan. Like, <laughs> I'm crying. Hidden Valley Satanic Ranch. Okay. <laughs> it's actually gluten-free. <laughs> Satanic celiac. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh my god. It's like, oh, you want to be a Satanist? I'm so sorry. That comes with celiac disease. We have a really good ranch dressing, though. We have great ranch dressing. Other than that, no more glued for your glutes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Off track again. Um, Hidden Valley Ranch was owned by Henry. <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> now I want a salad. <laughs> Great. It hurts. Okay, I'm gonna try this one more time. <laughs> and if I don't get it, I swear to God, I'm flinging myself off the patio. I am eating myself off the patio. <laughs> Hidden Ranch was owned by Henry Hungerford. Another made up name, I'm telling you. <laughs> and George M. Howard of Anaheim. What up, 714 Anaheim? Hey. I think that other... No, I think it's only area code. Ooh. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. So on June 8th, 1899, James Gregg and his brother-in-law and a teenage boy arrived to drive out the cattle that Gregg owned and paid pasturage? Pasturage, right? Like the land? Okay. Anywho, he paid pasturage for on the land. I think it's like a type of something. Somebody help me. <laughs> so long story short, Howard ended up shooting and killing James Gregg, Hungerford. No, Hungerford eventually ended up getting away with the murder due to lack of evidence. I guess there was a dispute over um, Hungerford owed Gregg $10, but Gregg owed Hungerford seven dollars like it was a weird thing mm -hmm. over some little monies but back then it wasn't little money so mm -hmm. he ended up shooting him and he died oh my but even though he shot him in point blank and killed him uh there was no evidence apparently oh so he got off scot free so there is so 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 much more history regarding the land known as black star canyon including a flooding that killed around 10 people um ja january what the fuck july 3rd 2001 two men and three boys associated with the Los Travisosos crew, LTK, which means kind of like like the mischievous crew, like you know, mm -hmm. like up to no good, um, were arrested after being... They were involved um, with beating two teenage boys and raping both of their girlfriends um, in Black Star Canyon. They admitted to drinking and taking drugs um, while doing so, so... You know, I didn't mean to do it. I was drinking. Mm -hmm. So whether or not this is true, the story when I grew up was don't go there because of this like specific thing. Rumor had it that they tied up both of the boys to a tree, broke their legs, and made them watch their girlfriends get sexually <gasps> assaulted. Damn. 
Yeah. Some fucked up shit. So my mom's like, yeah, you're never going there. So Good job, mama. <laughs> seriously. Uh, so on June 6th, 2000, no, June 24th, 2002, two brothers and a friend went into the Blue Light Mine in Silverado, um, the existing, you know, mines that they had there. Uh, but the two brothers never... The two brothers never made it out alive. Um, so the normal like oxygen level at the front of the mine is 21%. Where, like, how deep they went, it dropped to 4%. Damn. So they essentially suffocated to death in the mine. Like, just off their own air. Isn't Jeez, that crazy? That is 4%. Nuts. So in 2005, a girl was killed when rocks, mud, and earth hit a market and a home in Silverado Canyon which happened near the fatal floods mm-hmm. that killed about 10 people. And guess what? There's a lady in white that's seen <laughs> because, Yay! because duh. Um, that's basically it. Lady in white. I didn't really dive in too much because mm-hmm. again, there's, we'd be here for hours. So in 1970, uh, ish, a bus filled with kids crashed in within black star Canyon and killed everybody on board, including the children. Jeez. The bus was removed in 2013 so from the 70s to 2013 it stayed there mm-hmm. it was kind of like half underground half not heavily vandalized like it was just like part of black star canyon mm-hmm. um, so there have been sightings of kids handprints left on the windows like giggling like Scary. stuff like that of all the kids that died so majorly fucked up <sighs> so they've also been reported of disembodied voices drums weeping and growling so drums, I guess, from the Indians, mm-hmm. weeping from the lady in white, growling from what I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Satanic cults. Yay. 101. So satanic rituals and cult activity have long been associated with Black Star Canyon, for, with many visitors reported seeing uh, black hooded figures and unexplained fires and lights. One person reported seeing the hooded figure chanting or figures chanting and performing a ritual sacrifice um so he ran away basically Mm -hmm. um he said it looked like a small animal but he couldn't tell but they were definitely sacrificing it Mm -hmm. and like chanting to satan and stuff he ran back to his car and that's when he found a note on his um windshield saying to never return again or we'll kill you so like aside from people in the chanting circle somebody else was watching him yikes so that's creepy so i'm assuming he never went back i would have shit myself and never have gone back ever again like i'm so sorry yeah right drive away Mm -hmm. um hikers also see pentagrams bones of animals like their skulls and stuff used candles and bloody objects um like they weren't there yesterday but they were there this morning Mm -hmm. type of thing um there's also been reports of kkk meetings and racially driven killings such as lynching and other like racial drive crimes like still to this day yeah that's insane that that's yeah. something that still happens mm-hmm. so they'll either take like people who just in the wrong place wrong time type Ugh. of thing lynch them beat them like light them on fire like oh like in the olden days <gasps> like olden days like they still wear like the little hooded pointy hats like they're still out there. Yeah, they are definitely still out there, which is wild. But the fact that like stuff like that still happens. Yeah, it still happens. It's crazy because it's such an isolated area. Mm-hmm. The police don't even fucking go up there. Yeah. Like it's huge. It's dark. It's mountainous. Like 
they do not go up there mm-hmm. so like if you wanted to hide a body or something that's where you go mm-hmm. like you could there's just all like not to say desert but like dirt and mountain and rocks like you could easily hide something what? if you want it to be hidden it's crazy um there's also been reports of ufos <laughs> i'm telling you it's like a little bit of everything <laughs> i swear to god and i skipped like four pages mm-hmm. um UFO sightings near Black Star Canyon, flashing lights, unexplained objects flying um, around, you know, high speed, low speed, mm-hmm. hovering. Um, and the nearby airport, John Wayne Airport, there were like the little towers and the airplanes have never seen anything, confirmed anything. So I think it's just like hearsay. Yeah. So I don't know. So they also have seen ex- unexplained creatures and figures. Like, I'm talking, like, Bigfoot type of shit. Mm-hmm. Weird dog-like creatures, which could Spooky. be, like, skin crawlers. Chupacabra. The chupacabbies. <laughs> stuff like that. So that is Black Star Canyon. And if you were in the area, don't fucking go there. <laughs> right? Jesus. You really Don't uh, go there. There is so, it. so much more history on this shit. But again, mm-hmm. I've been talking for way too long. My windpipes are dry. I am parched. <laughs> I'm going to take a beverage. Do you know what it actually reminds me of a hmm. lot of the story? Aside from, like, the violent killings is Freetown State Forest. There is a forest in Massachusetts. It's Freetown, Bridgewater, and something else. Fall River, I think. And it's called, like, the Bridgewater Triangle. And that's where okay. it, it so all meets together. It all meets thing. together. But, um supposedly it's like super haunted and it has like alien sightings and stuff like that and people who sacrifice animals inside of like the forest so they tell you not to go there when it's dark out because that's when the people do their sacrifices and supposedly at the um salem the old salem cemetery and like the middle of salem yeah people do sacrifices in like the back corner night seriously and everybody wears those black hoods so that probably is like a satanic thing it has to be it has to be like a satanic thing but yeah freetown state forest is supposedly like super haunted and they're known for puck wedgies which is also native american Hmm. they're like the little like native american like trolls that like run through the forest oh yes 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 yes. i think that was on an episode of ghost adventures well that was very interesting and thank you for telling me about that yeah thank you california will not be fucking going there no we will stay clear of that we're staying in my neighborhood yes i will stay very <laughs> we'll, clear we'll go to the beach we'll get an airbnb by the water it'll yep. be nice second we'll i see to... somebody in a black hoodie i'm out dude i'm right I'm it's on just the next like fucking it's like, plane <laughs> it's like a skater just all with a black Bye. hoodie on you just clothesline them <laughs> uh, but we can go to george's island this sounds pretty... yeah let's go i'm yeah. psyched no seriously like we can go there because i always wanted to go to um what's the other little island where you can sit on there and watch the planes land from logan that's like there too oh i don't know what that's called i don't know it's probably all haunted but everything in new england is haunted. everything in new england is haunted that's why i could like go on my apartment is haunted it is haunted the light switch keeps going on every time i go in the bathroom it's not me i swear to god and ever since my dog died i see tiny little black shadows in the corner of my eyes that is the size of her i'm never staying in your house ever again (laughs) (laughs) but it's not scary it's it's just my little dog i'm actually getting a tattoo of her soon so i cannot so cannot wait well that's enough of us rambling and rambling even though (laughs) i know (laughs) how much you love it oh yeah everybody's favorite is it is it let me know no (laughs) i like our rambling i like our rambling sometimes especially my fucking cackle and your tea is ready laugh (laughs) (laughs) my (laughs) tiwis that's cute (laughs) tweez
<laughs> oh lord help us all right guys we're done <laughs> that's it bye no kidding. <laughs> thank you for tuning in again we really really appreciate all the love and support um like i said if you have any good ideas or any topics that you want us to cover dm us on instagram don't forget to like and subscribe and don't forget to stay spooky bye, bye.